You are listening to Songezomabeke on SAFM. Swane is headed for a potential political leadership crisis after the resignation of Randall Williams. Yesterday, late in the day, rescinded and said he would stay on for another two weeks. This is now the nation's capital, municipality. Its political head resigns and then unresigns. will stay on for another two weeks. After two weeks, he will be gone. Now, I don't know what you make of this, but Council Speaker has, however, insisted that by law, the only valid resignation is the first one, effectively meaning that all members of the mayoral committee would be out of their jobs along with their mayor by today. Several metros have been marred with similar resignations and chaos in their respective councils, more particularly in the last four or five years following the municipal election setup where perhaps no one party walks away with the mandate and the majority where then they are forced to at a municipal level anyway to enter into coalition governments we all know the impact of that is on staff as well as service delivery to tell us more about that is mr pranish desai senior data analyst at good governance africa as well as mr nkenteni mutabi south african municipal workers union regional chairperson Ndadi Mutabi, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. At a service delivery level, at an employee morale and stability of the institution itself, what can we be learning as a valuable IP from the advent of coalition governments, the fact that it seems no one mayor is in any way secure in their tenure because of all the political, I'm going to call it gamesmanship for lack of a better term, that continues to threaten the stability of these councils, which in turn materializes or manifests rather as poor services to the people. What are your thoughts and comments and experience as a representative of the workers on this? Nketeni? I see that one of our speakers, for whatever reason, is not yet through to me. Let me go through to Mr. Desai, who's a senior data analyst at Good Governance Africa. Pranish, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I'm hoping that we can still get the views of Nkenteni. But at Good Governance right, Africa... Sorry, um, is that Nkenteni speaking? <laughs> wow, I'm speaking, somebody replies, we can't hear each other. Okay, I'll do so. Is this what technology is doing to us? And Kenteni, you are live on air. I can hear you. Hello. Hi, Tongeto. How's it? Good, man. How's it? All right, all right. Fantastic. I hope you got my question, or should I repeat it? It, it, You can repeat that that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the question essentially is the instability at municipalities across the country, but especially in your metro municipalities, with Randall Williams being the latest case study now, after all that has been happening in Johannesburg just down the road. What has the impact of all of this been in the institutions themselves? I'm asking this with a particular focus on staff welfare, staff motivation, and the ability of staff to do what they're employed to do and to offer services to their municipalities. Well, no, look, look uh, thank, you, thank you for that question. I think in, in so far as the morale of the staff, in case of the Randall William resign, to us it's good reason. But the issue of what, what are we learning in the coalition government is that coalitions are, are very unstable precisely because there are these so-called big parties who want to play, for example, like big brother in the coalition. And such is, cannot, cannot work in a coalition. Parties need to understand that they didn't win the outright majority 
Therefore, you need cooperation of the so-called small parties. And this affects service delivery and, and, and also the workers in general. They are affected because there's no oversight and this will lead to collapse of the system in most of the municipalities. We've seen what happened in Johannesburg, what's happening in China now, and other more municipalities. And it's a cause of concern for all of us. Maybe for the, the parliament must, must consider to look at the PR system that has led to small parties even get some numbers that are becoming a disturbance in some way so that people are elected directly and we don't have pro- pro- proportional representation so that they must be outright winner. The coalition are not working. We have looked at everywhere that are uh, their coalition, they are struggling. But in the case of DA, the DA need to understand that it is not that it's loved by people, that's why they've got certain numbers. The people have rejected all political parties. People want service delivery irrespective of who's governing. And that there are a lot of lessons that we need to take from what is happening, especially in housing. But we need to, 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 to understand that small parties have got role to play, everybody has got role to play, and everybody must be given chance. Pranesh, I'm interested in your thoughts. What is the data spitting out? What are the lessons that we can glean from whatever the statistics are suggesting or the trends are suggesting? How can I, as a voter for next year in the national general election or two years after that in the municipal elections, what do you think I should know from what has been happening in the last couple of years especially that will hopefully make me a better voter to make a more informed choice with better governance outcomes? Good evening, Sungas, and good evening to your listeners as well. Um, So I think that it is clear, and I agree with my colleague from the union on the line, that uh, at present, metropolitan coalitions are quite unstable. But at the same time, it's also true to say that coalitions are the inevitable future of South African politics. So we need to find a way of making the system work. And from a citizen's perspective, one of the ways in which they can help facilitate this process is by getting more involved in the process of finding out about different parties as well, but also finding out more about the system of coalitions itself, how they form, how they function. And with that, they can identify the strengths and the flaws of our current municipal system and the strengths and flaws of the way in which that system allows for coalitions to emerge and operate. So, for instance, one thing that we have seen post-elections is that, according to the Municipal Structures Act, there are only 14 days in which uh, a council can, you know, has to essentially meet and form an elector mayor and, and a leadership. Uh, a number of uh, representatives and sectors across the local government space, including SALCA, the South African Local Government Association, have said that this is probably too short. We need to find a way of extending that. So that's definitely one thing that Parliament should be looking at um, and, and the system should be looking at. Another option is uh, for citizens to place pressure on parties, um, and not only citizens, oh. civic society and business as well, to place pressure on parties um, to make sure that the agreements that they enter into are formalized in some way and published. How? 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 Though? I mean, I'm, I'm thinking here as an, as an interested party. Yeah. In Johannesburg, for instance, or Tswane for that matter. How do I place more pressure? How do I get them to be more accountable? Those who are my 
um, mandatees in the council other than to wait for a five-year period, other than to have this conversation. I mean, I don't think this conversation is putting any pressure on the politicians where they are right now because they know they're going to do whatever they want to do the way they want to do it. How, in material terms or in practical terms, is to put pressure and demand more accountability? I've asked a long question. I want to take an ad break now. After the ad break, please reply. You are listening to Songhezo Mapete on the Station of the Year. 2153, indeed, in conversation with Mr. Pranish Desai, Senior Data Analyst at Good Governance Africa, together with Mr. Nkintani, Nkintani, I beg your pardon, Mutavi, Samu Tswana, Regional Chairperson. We're having a conversation on local government, the impact of mayoral resignations and motions of no confidence, in particular in this part of the world, Gauteng now, specifically Tswane. Pranish, I did ask the question in practical terms. How is a citizen of that particular local government area, other than by voting, in a position to demand more accountability from the council or the councillors? Um, so it's an entirely important and legitimate question. And there's clearly a lot of frustration about the fact that, um, you know, votes are being made and it's still not translating into stability and effective governments. Um, the thing is that in a democracy, ultimately, citizenship is not only a once-in-a-five-year thing. It requires constant engagement with your elected representatives. And while they are there to make decisions on your behalf as a voter, um, you can apply pressure through other ways by getting involved in the political system itself, by protesting um, through lawful means, um, by joining campaigns which seek to uh, apply pressure on these leaders themselves. And this won't be solved tomorrow, and it probably won't be solved in the next year. It's something that will take time to develop a political culture that allows for stabilized coalitions, um, and it will also require parliament and the government in, in general, especially COCTA, to consider the framework around coalitions and local government generally and local government elections and the system itself to ensure that we move towards a more productive system. And it will be easy to give into cynicism and, and apathy. And I think there are pretty compelling reasons to do so. But at the end of the day, in a democracy, a lot of things won't happen unless citizens do apply pressure on their representative leaders. And there surely can be a general consensus that we are not going to do away with coalition governments any time soon. In fact, if anything, that can only intensify if popular opinion and polls and rhetoric and narratives or anything to go by that we can expect it even at national government next year in Kenteni. Now, how should we be bracing and preparing ourselves? How should municipalities themselves and other spaces of public governance be re-engaging themselves, the staff and the engagement staff and service deliveries for their respective communities because coalition governments for the last couple of years have proven more unsuccessful as opposed to successful. But unfortunately, South Africa right now can probably ill afford most an unsuccessful governance of any kind, not least at national level. The way forward, now that we know coalitions are going nowhere in Kenteni? Well, look, um, surely, like you are saying, even at the national government, we may have coalitions. Um, um, there's a huge shift in terms of uh, party support and all that. 
So parties are, are eating from each other and we're not going to get outright majority. But what what one will think will be the best way to make government accountable is that there must be a rise of civic movement that are not aligned to any political organization. Because when there's no civic delivery, Mm. majority of things that are happening violate human rights as enshrined in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the Bill of Rights. So the civic movement must rise and force all the council, or whether the provincial government and national, through court of law. I think that will be the, 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 the way forward from now and forth, because there's no any other way. The issue of striking, burning tires is not working. The only way is to go to court and say, this is a, a basic right, human rights that are violated by the municipality, by things that is unstable. Therefore, the court must rule that these services must be, must be rendered. I think there's one municipality that has been successfully taken to court. I think it may be Crowley, if I'm not mistaken, in the Northwest. But the civic movement has taken them to court to say, you must discharge the responsibility as enshrined by the Constitution. Because this coalition are here to stay. So we need to find other ways of, as a safety net to make sure that service delivery is, is, is rendered in all fields. Pranish? Good Governance Africa is what is happening in South Africa from your experience, from your data that you have gathered, if not in the region, but broadly on the continent, consistent or are we an outlier very briefly? So I think between 1994 and 2009-ish, 2010, we saw clear progress in terms of South African range, of, in terms of access to basic services, in terms of overall democratization. What we have seen, and this isn't only necessarily because of the ANC, although, and and the government in general, and and various political parties, and the rise of coalition parties, it's also due to the fact that our economy has grown a lot slower since the financial crisis, and we haven't recovered at the same level mm. that a lot of our African peers have, and you know that's a question that I haven't seen interrogated as much, but it's a consideration of partly why we haven't actually been keeping up pace with. You know, the economic growth we see in places like Kenya or Zambia or, um, you know, all of our peers, Botswana, Namibia. All right. Final comment then from you and Kenteni. Here we are, just over a year to go before elections. Are we anticipating any more of this? Will we somehow find stability? The parties are debating the president's speech. The more they speak, the more I get the impression that the fireworks can only go off as opposed to... I don't get the sense that the parties are about to find each other on just about anything now. The more that happens, the more you and I, as the common citizens, suffer. Your predictions for the political year ahead. No, look, we are, we are going to find more um, 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 political party politicking. So it's about time that uh, uh, the communities rise above politics because the politicians, 99.9% of problems that we are, have, we are having currently are created by politicians. And they've shown to us that they don't have answers to what the community are looking for. So we are not going to find any any political party speaking in the same voice. You can take, for example, there was a call by one party that says there must be a state of emergency at ESCO. When that state of emergency is announced by the president, they are the one who are the first one to say they are going to challenge it in court. Obviously, all political parties, the more of, I mean, the, the ruling parties will be opposed by everyone for the sake of op- opposing. So we're not going to find anything. So 
definitely the community, we are going to be the biggest loser unless the community raise us. Because all political parties, if you look at them, they don't have membership that is more than more than 10, 10 million, for example, in South Africa, whereas the voters are at about 38 million. So roughly, more majority of South Africans are not party card-carrying members of any political party. Yeah. So those are the people that must revolt and stand up and say, irrespective of who's governing, what we need is service delivery. Because when the water comes out of your chair, it's not written any political party. That is basic need of a human being. So fantastic. we need to raise about that. Yeah. yeah, that's a fantastic point upon which to end the segment. Gentlemen, I'm sorry for having to rush you a little bit there at the end there, but unfortunately we are a minute, in fact nearly two minutes over time, so I'm going to have to say goodbye to you and thank you for your time with the hope that we can secure your thoughts and views very soon, very soon. Pranish Desia, or Desai, I beg your pardon, Good Governance Institute, as Good Governance Africa, I beg your pardon, as well as Nkenteni Mutavi, somewhere regional chairperson. The time is 2202. Great close on the dial with news. Happy Valentine's.